This is In Search of the Pluriverse. We are Sophie Creer and Eric Vaughn. Join us in our search for a world in which many worlds can thrive. We were invited by Het Nieuwe Instituut to be the first curators of their traveling academy. For more context, go to pluriverse.hetnieuweinstituut.nl And follow us on Instagram at In Search of the Pluriverse. In 2010, we, Sophie Krier and I, lived and worked for three months in Casa, as locals call Casablanca. The aim was to embrace the city as a place of production and to make a portrait of its hidden qualities. We named it Easy Casa, Ville Inventive. The resulting exhibition was an optimistic tribute to the resourcefulness of a thriving city. Many questions, however, were left unanswered once the residency was over. For instance, the fragility and invisibility of the quite substantial informal economy and the large-scale gentrification of the city through capital investors. More than 10 years and a pandemic later, we returned to Casa, in search of who makes the city, who owns it, and who is granted access to it. Okay. Casablanca, Friday morning, by the Corniche, by the sea, we hear the, we hear the sounds of the waves a little bit far away. In 2010, we, Eric Vaughan and Sophie Krier, <laughs> lived and worked three months in Casa as locals call this city. Our aim was to embrace this city as a place of production and to make a portrait of its hidden qualities. We called our portrait Ici Casa, Ville Inventive. The resulting exhibition was an optimistic tribute to the resourcefulness of a thriving city. But many questions were left unanswered once our residency was over. One example, the precariousness and the invisibility of the day jobs, les petits métiers, but also the gentrification of the city through big flows of capital. More than 10 years and a pandemic later, we come back to Casa today in search of who makes the city, who owns it, and who is granted access to it. Yes, and we're not alone, apparently. With us is Maria Daif, and uh, Maria, welcome to this talk. You spent uh, 15 years as a cultural journalist in print and radio, and then turned to cultural mediation, supporting independent projects in music, film, publications, dance, and visual arts, with written proposals and communication. You are a frequent participant in mediation programs throughout the region, the Maghreb, the Arab world, Africa, and the Mediterranean basin. And I found an old quote from you about the city you love and you inhabit, Casablanca. And you said, I sometimes hate it, but even this hatred is passionate. For me, Casa is the belly of Morocco. It is incomparable in its potential, its energy, its strength. But if I had to compare Casablanca to another city, it would definitely be New York with its bustle, its creativity, its diversity. And just to start this, this talk, Maria, um, 
Let's go back in time a little bit. So we were, we were here 12 years ago. You were active then as a journalist activist. Can you tell us a little bit about that time and how the city was then? And what has changed in between? Like what has happened since? Um, I have perhaps to begin with a very important uh, date in the history of Morocco and of Casablanca. It's the death of um, the King Hassan uh, II. Uh, Hassan II, I, li I lived under Hassan II, I was young and afraid, as mm -hmm. um, the majority of the people in Morocco, we was afraid of this very hard uh, king, uh, because we heard about um, jails and um, censorship. The word, for example, the word politic was um, a taboo word. We don't have the right to, to say it, to, say it to, to, in our families. Like, I grown up in a family where politics did not exist at all because of uh, the fair. Uh, it doesn't mean that um, uh, Hassan II has uh, had uh, opposants, uh, but for me, I was too young to know all this. I was just uh, afraid. And my, my, my memories were, were is that as a young person in Casablanca, um, we were, I always say that we were, um, how can I say the, the word, we were always afraid because y you, were so, you were something like, you did a crime with, without doing a crime because you were young. Mixity in the streets was forbidden. Um, when you say mixity, it like means between like walking, walking with a boy, for example, with a boyfriend, mixing or mixing genders. Yes, yes, mixing gender was very dangerous because uh, at that time, I'm speaking about like so everything was the, the energy was here, but totally hidden, yeah. and then when uh, Hassan de died and the young king came, we, uh, I was journalist at that time in the Femme du Maroc, which is the first feminist magazine in Morocco. Um, how before, did you get, maybe it's interesting to say, how, how, how did you get there? There! From being, uh, you oh, know, a is, child who incorporated yeah. this fear, yeah. and you became this feminist journalist yeah. activist. Yes, how, like how? when when I, I arrived to Femme du Maroc, Hassan II was still uh, alive, but he was, in the end of his reign, he was soft, more soft, because he was preparing mm. another, to hand over, to, 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 to go and to leave the place to his uh, son. And my mother was a reader of Femme du Maroc, of this magazine. And I had this one, but another one, which is Kalima, and for me, Kalima is the point where everything begins for me because when I had this magazine between my hands as a young Moroccan, it was, wow, we can write about um, a lot of taboo uh, um, themas, as I don't remember, a lot of social, cultural, political. And um, Kalima was interrupted by Hassan II, like censuré. Okay, censored. Uh, censored. Mm -hmm. But I had this thing between my hands and then Femme du Maroc, which is very... It was, it was, Femme du Maroc was very prog progressive about women's rights. Mm. Um, so when my mom was a reader, when she died, um, 
96, donc 96. Um, I wanted to, to make her a gift. So I went to, to Femme du Maroc and asked for a job. <laughs> wow. uh, I sent a letter, not a CV. I'm not good at that exercise, like a CV, because I had not a CV, just my studies. And um, they, they called me, like the manager of the magazine, and she asked me if you have to write a story which one will you choose? Mm. And I said, I want to write a story about abortion in Morocco. Wow. So, well, we were... Dive straight in. in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I was 24 years old. And she told me, okay, you have a week. I asked you just to collect about 10 testimonies of women who get abortion. Aborted, aborted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, just the context is that you know that in Morocco abortion is still forbidden, totally forbidden. Uh, like you can go to jail, as the, the, the you and the doctor and the uh, everything. Voilà. Donc, I did that because at that time it was easy to have testimonies of women get aborted. It was like I always say that at that time abortion was like um, a way of contraception for us because yeah. nobody. Took the contraceptive pill. No, nobody told, tell, tells you about. Uh, no sexual education. No, 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 not at all. So I did that um, story, and I was at that time um, accepted as a journalist at Femme du Monde, and it was a great experience. I've, I've learned a lot, not only about the, uh, the, the métier. The, the, the technical the profession, the, the profession, but also about my country, about this huge feminist movement, because there is a very important at that time um, feminist movement. And uh, then Hassan died, and uh, Mohammed Sis arrived, and with him, a great hope. A great, we believed at that time that everything was possible. And we believe in something, you act as it's possible. We did not wait. He gave signs. He gave signs, for sure. He gave signs. Um, political science, social science. He was the king Can you of give poor an, people. An example, like, you know, like a, the, a, the a reform. A reform, um, not a ref like he was seen as the king of poor people, uh, of simple people. He um, opened like a big testimonies of uh, the 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 ones who uh, get oppressed by his father. Um, he gave a voice to the opposing to his father. His father. father. And he um, uh, accepted the return of, for example, Abraham Serfati. He was a great opponent to uh, the father, and he was exiled. And the, ki the young king opened the door and uh, so said... So he accepted the opposition. Yes. So that's quite a nearly democratic... It was, yes, it was for us the beginning of a new era, you know. So the, we, the we went there. Hope. You it was say. a great epoch of hope. This is for me. That's why I always say when you have hope, you have everything. When you kill hope, voila, you, you, the, the, the sentence is when you imagine, you can build. If you don't imagine, you cannot. So I left Femme du Maroc because another great magazine uh, was created, which was Telquel. Which means like 
as is, right? Like the Morocco it, as it is. Yeah, this tel, is was the tel, tel, tel quel. As it is. was mm -hmm. le Maroc tel qu'il est, tel quel, Morocco as it is. Mm -hmm. And it was in two, 2001, 2001, mm -hmm. c'est ça? Uh, and I joined the first um, edition of that magazine and we were young, hopeful uh, and ready to change. Not only Morocco, but also all the world. And um, it was great because it was the beginning of a lot of important initiatives in Morocco. Um, free festivals, Uh, cinema festivals, uh, great associations, uh, great um, struggles, for example, for the rights of women, of uh, LGBT, uh, the right to speak, the rights of journalism, like the word rights were uh, here. And we did a lot of um, stories all around the country, like I had this cho cho chance before internet Like it was between yeah, 2001, is... it was the beginning. Yeah, it's the, the early days. Early beginning. Early beginning YouTube didn't us. exist. <laughs> no, 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 no YouTube, no Facebook. But the only um, source of information was to meet. Uh, and I am someone who loves people, like and meeting people and listen to them. So I had the chance to meet hundreds of amazing... It, around that, that's the same time that 9-11 happened. It's, it's a very precarious time, you could say. 9-11 in New York, the Twin Towers were blown we, it, up. It was, we were, yeah. But so that didn't affect the, um, this atmosphere of hope and liberty in Morocco. No, the, the, po the point you is important, yes, but in the same time, it's open thing. Let me tell you why. Because um, when the thing happens in New York, uh, we had the same t thing two years after in Casablanca. We had, you had the terrorist yeah. attacks. Exactly. Yeah. No, we had five attempts here in Casablanca. And then the authority said, wow. We had two things, young people, uh, kamikaze young people, because the kamikaze were young and from very precarious neighborhoods, uh, neighborhoods huh? in Casablanca. So they said, okay, let's open the closed thing. Let's people and young people express themselves, okay. uh, give them the freedom to be themselves. If we don't do this, they will go and make attempts. So they had this clever thing. But that's quite clever and yes, special because the other thing would be more uh, too close. Easy, yeah, the too reaction close in, to the, in the West, no. or, you know, it in New York, was fear, was repression and fear. No, no, it, not it, at all dialogue. And now here it was totally the the, the opposite. They really uh, opened the, the doors, and that's why they gave the, the possibility to a lot of amazing festival, popular ones. Um, to, to, to gather people together and young people. So this time was very important in the... And when you say they, is it they. then the king or is it the parliament? Uh, Who's they? It's, Who's, always, who? Wait, wait, wait. it's a great question because it's always um, flu, like it's vague, we don't know. If it's the king, the entourage of the king, we call this in Morocco, we call it Mahzen. It's the house of the authority, but I cannot read. Everyone uses this word, but we cannot. We cannot tell you who is the pointed, but That's interesting. That it's it's always vague. Not, not if, even when you go to um, the the outside the cities, people say 
المخزن از كامين اور المخزن نو اور المخزن ويل دو ذات بت هو از ذا مخزن وي دونت نو سو هو ديسايد اوف كورس اتس ا جريت كومينيكيشن فور ذا كينج اتس واز ذا بيج تايم اوف ذا كينج هي واز لافد هي واز اكلايمد اوف ذا ذا نيو كينج اوف موروكو ذا نيو ايرا اوف موروكو ديموكراتيك وان مور بلا 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 اند اتس ات واز ريلي ذات اند فور اي واز in Telkel and a lot of people still ask me but you wrote about very important things homosexuality abortion uh, the salary of the king uh, his marriage we did a lot of reportage everywhere but nobody never um, tell us what to write and not to write in the big first thing we kn- we knew what we call in Morocco the red lines yeah we knew them very well Uh, so that was a fantastic time yes, for you. You know, you could write, you could speak up, you could voice a lot of people that didn't have a voice before. Um, but still, you decided at some point to leave writing behind. Can you tell us a little bit about what made you turn away from writing and being that voice and okay. voicing others? Uh, there is two, re- perhaps a lot two or three reasons. The first one is I am really a nomadic person. I am Berber, I am Amazir, and Amazir are nomadic people. I cannot stay somewhere more than, more than or doing something more than three or four years. Don't, I, I have this need to ch- of change, I need to change. And for me, this is the secret of youth, to change always. This is the first thing. The second thing is that the, the journalism, the, the profession, was changing with the l'arrivée of internet and the social medias. And I saw that the journalism that I have practiced was not anymore the journalism that I, I see now. And I, I don't remember exactly, but mm-hmm. it was that, that time. Mm-hmm. This is the second reason. The third reason is that during my practice of cultural journalism, I discovered the force of culture and how culture can be a tool to um, sustainable development and how can it can be used uh, as a way uh, to make uh, young people more free and to permit um, um, free expression. And I saw how um, culture can transform a city, for example, how can it be economically a strength too. So, I met artists, a lot of artists, young artists. I, I discovered them, I, I saw them growing up. And I also believe that artists are my prophets. You know, I am not a believer at all. Um, I'm a human believer and I'm an art believer. I saw that they, they can... What, what's art? Um, it's something that can, in the same time, make you feel great emotions. Nature can do that. We say that God created nature. Artists can do exactly the same thing. <laughs> He can uh, create great emotions. You can cry, you can smile, you can like shiver, is it the word? When you shiver. See, yeah. You see or you listen to music. So I decided to be with them. To, to join these forces, these to join the forces, forces yes. and to, to be with them, to, to make their voices more um, listened, prescuté. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's more, why, more heard. More mm-hmm. heard. That's why um, um, communication. I did that for uh, independent uh, artists. So you did you did like cultural communication. That was the 
the kind of self-made job that you... Yes, this is the first thing. And then I had this amazing chance um, about seven years ago uh, to be contacted by Moroccan businessmen, an industrial family. They are very rich and they created an amazing space called Lusine, Lusine. with a Z in an, an industrial um, neighborhood, the factory. the factory. There is seven kilometers between the city, inside the city, and, and the Heinsbe. It's called the, the neighborhood is called the Heinsbe. And for me, the point was how to join this very far uh, neighborhood, which is only seen as an uh, industry era, to the rest of the city. And I wanted to, to join um, mm -hmm. to, connect to connect by culture, and I did it. <laughs> During four years, I did it because people from inside the city, intramuros, every weekend, they would go extramuros, extramuros to this um, neighborhood. And for the little story, when I arrived to Casablanca the first time, because I was born in Casablanca, but we left Casablanca for more than uh, 15 years. When I came back to Casablanca, it was in this neighborhood. Like I went to college, college. Mm -hmm. when I was 14, in this neighborhood. And for me, it was also a way mm -hmm. to reconnect with my past, to say thank you to this neighborhood and to um, create something of homogeneous Casablanca, which is not the case. And so, uh, Maria, what happened? Um, so there was this time of hope, this time of openness, this time of possibilities. Uh, you have a 16-year-old daughter now. She grows up in a different Casablanca than you did. Um, what Casablanca opened, is she growing up in? Yeah, is it... What did internet, for instance, change? Do people speak up? How, how is politics in the streets? How, how, how are people... How are people's voices being heard? And yeah, I think that they speak out differently. They don't need anymore to go in the streets and... I think that it's something from the past, like struggling, going the street, asking for rights. I remember this story. Um, there is um, a group of comic, um, like they, they are, they create comics. Arts, yeah, comic uh, comic strip. Um, voilà, it's a group of comic artists, artists, comic artists. And they write in Moroccan, and it's from Casablanca, from the bottom of Casablanca, and, and it's called Skif Kif. Skif Kif. Skif Kif. And it means it's a sandwich from Casablanca. Uh, Skif Kif, it's called Skif Kif. And I told him, I remember this young guy, younger than me, uh, you have to ask for the right uh, to use uh, Derija language, with Moroccan language, and the Amazigh, and he, he told me, why do you want me to struggle for something I own? Like, this is my language I don't need to struggle for. For him, it's an acquired yes. uh, liberty, freedom. Totally. I don't, know to, I don't need to make statements or to say, I agree, I don't agree, politically, they don't did. I use it. I, it's here. My culture is here. Now I decided to go and take, take it and use it as a um, language or culture. When you see... So that's a good thing. Of course. Thing. And it's joined the point how the, this voice now um, are, um, are 
heard, it's heard on Instagram and on YouTube. People from the inside Casablanca, from um, very uh, precarious neighborhood, we see how much they are creative by seeing their dance, their comics, their looks. Their, there is an amazing guy on Instagram, I will give you his name, uh, Stil Beldi, his name, Stil Beldi, Sail Beldi. He's amazing because you see that we are in the real Casablanca, not the Casablanca as the rich people here. Um, no, it's the real Casablanca for me. And when I am on Instagram, I'm so proud of them because something happened. Because let's say it, we prepared something for them and now they are they can harvest in it. They speak English, they are cutting with French, which is the language of the colonialism. Uh, they use Derija, which is their language, proudly. The, the hard thing was that to find who are we in very complex society. We speak a lot of language, we are Amazigh, we are African, we are Mediterranean, we are all this. And 20 or 30 years ago, we had to you, you had to, cho to choose who you are. I am not this, I'm this or not that. Now, they understood that they are a lot of all these things. I speak English. And what the point? I speak also Derija and I have the right to be all these things in the same time. But if things exist in uh, the virtual, like in Instagram, for instance, I came here and I was really surprised by the fact that um, uh, uh, gay social media is very active here. So mm -hmm. there's this gay sort of dating thing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which didn't exist 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, it was exploding. Yeah. So when I arrived here, you know, they you people see that I'm here. Mm -hmm. no, I don't have these dates, but I could have because, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, it was an explosion of messages and people saying, mm -hmm. hi, 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 mm -hmm. welcome in Casablanca. Mm -hmm. But I, that's another reality. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a virtual reality. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can make it into a real meeting mm -hmm. if you'd mm -hmm. like to. Mm -hmm. But how is it with, for instance, queer rights or gay rights? Uh, is it still forbidden? Of course. Yeah. And so, still totally forbidden in laws, uh, which is forbidden. It's every uh, sexual relationship between a guy or a guy or a guy and a girl which is not married. Like we're still in the, for me, it's always the Middle Ages, like the mm -hmm. that point, because the laws are um, based on uh, Islam laws, mm -hmm. uh, and we are still in an Islamic city. Uh, so, the laws is, is uh, something, but the reality is something else. Ten years ago, I remember that more than twenty years ago, we did a huge reportage story about homosexuality uh, in Morocco. It was a great article because it was the first time. We went and we gave a voice to uh, yeah. homosexuals in Casablanca and um, places where they go and where they feel safe, like cafes or nightclubs. Uh, but now the difference, they, they have platforms to speak out, which is les réseaux sociaux, and they are um, associations, NGO, um, asking for their rights. So they uh, are self-organized, Yes, they are. We cannot they, not they, but the one who can yeah. uh, can can do it. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. still totally. But it's still complex. I it's, mean, it's, things open up, but it's it yes. feels like a different um, because reality. Because when the, the, for me the law is very important. The laws are still very uh, conservative uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, freedom 
killers. Um, so that's why politically um, we have to make pressure on the authorities, but no one does it now. No yeah. one. No one. Okay. That's why I, I'm losing this point. But I think that it's in all the world, the um, politics are changing. Here, we are kind of, uh, let's do things by, by ourselves because the, the government don't give us anything. So yeah. let's leave. And for me, it's kind of, I, be, I now see it differently because of COVID. You know, when I, when I compare between the, when they close in Europe and here, something like indiscipline. How, how? In, yeah, indisciplinarity. Indisciplinarity like. here is something good. Like, <laughs> no, mais franchement, like how we use the mask. Or not. Or not. <laughs> how we, we stay in, at our house or not. Or so not. For me, it's like indisciplinarity is kind of freedom. I think that Casablanca, we are a free city and the authority... They know it and they say, let them, let's, it's like a code between us and the authorities. They can close their eyes and open them when they want. And we can sometimes uh, do things, respect, not respect. It's, it's a dance. Flu. It's a dance. It's a dance or like a surfer in the waves, you know. And the pandemic has sort of changed that dance or it made it more specific. <laughs> No. But how, how are things, um, is there still a big class struggle going on here? If you think about capitalism and the big money and, and the, the, the upcoming middle class or the elites and the working class, how can you paint a, a short picture about the situation right now? Okay, I want just to come back about the dance and the COVID. I think that with the COVID there is, because when you dance there is energy, but because of the COVID it's killed totally, the energy. Uh, I don't... I love this city, it's mine, but I, I don't feel the energy anymore as it was 10 or 20 years before because of two things, because of COVID and because of capitalism. Uh, they want to transform Casablanca in something like, I don't know. Any uh, other city? Not any other, only economical one. Mm -hmm. uh, they want the, the economy be in the center of Casablanca. Let me give you an example. Let's see just the cultural events or the cultural... There is nothing in Casablanca as big city. Nothing, nothing. There is no festival. There is no... Um, all the spaces, free spaces, I, I know they are now closed. So uh, no culture, only for money. Uh, and you see it. There is a lot of malls. Uh, there is a lot of surconsommation. Uh, so people, they consume, how you say? They consume. consume. They consume a lot, so they don't have the time uh, anymore to think, just to think. Uh, so it killed this energy, and COVID uh, also killed it. Also knocked killed it, it knocked it. Now, uh, you can feel the energy of Casablanca. I love going, like, I'm not someone who uh, uses things to, to command and get... To order? To, to, yes, to do my shopping on the internet. Like, I, I still want to go to the uh, popular markets. I want to talk to people. I want to touch things. And I still love it. Casablanca is still the same at that point. Uh, but in the same time, it, I feel it... it it lost something important, but you can find it in the internet, on Instagram. You can see it, you can touch it, you can, 
you can feel it. Something is here, perhaps exactly as 20 years before or 30 years before, but it needs fire, a flame. A flame. It needs to be kindled. A flame. What, what's the flame? One of my biggest um, projects, I have a lot of projects, but I'm someone that wants to, to live also. I have a family, I have dogs, I have my daughter. So um, I want to write a book about, as a testimony of this 10 years of hope, like we did it, we changed a lot of things. With easy, with only with culture, with hope, with love, with solidarity. So if we did it 20 years before, we can do it now. So just to tell this story and to give young people, to tell them, you have the force in you, mm. use it and make the energy again go in Casablanca. But I want to, I'm, I'm too, um, <laughs> just grande bavarde. Um, I the energy, <laughs> I talk a lot, the energy of Casablanca went outside Casablanca. This is great. Now, what we, do you mean outside? Like all these initiatives, uh, cultural and artistic initiatives in Casablanca, we um, contaminate other cities and little cities. And now you can find it in Marrakech, you can find it in Agadir, we can find it a lot of day. Casablanca was the center and it's like... It's spread out and now it's empty. Exactly. And now it's, it's, it's empty. Time to get it back. Yes, Thank it's you. time to get it back. Mm. Uh, Do you I, recognize I, some of that fire or that potential fire or that longing for that spark in your daughter? Oh, well, my daughter, yes, yes. She's, she's a teenager. It's very hard to see anything in a, in a teenager <laughs> mind. But, uh, but yes, F from example, uh, she was, yesterday she was in the street at... Uh, 11 p.m., which for me is, hello, Ili, what are you doing? I'm walking in the street. No, please, Ili, come back. It's dangerous. And she was saying, no, mom, it was your time, not mine. Casablanca is not dangerous anymore. I am in a safe neighborhood. Don't be... And she was with a, with a guy. And for me, I remember the old times. And no, please, please come home. But something will happen for sure. But when I see that Lowe's don't change. I'm afraid for my daughter, mm. uh, really, for real, because I want her to live totally uh, his, uh, her freedom. Uh, so I'm, there is a struggle in me, because for a long time I wanted my daughter to stay in her country and to do things for her country, but sometimes I, I say to myself, it's perhaps better for her to live. So she will choose. Or to leave and to return. Oui, you to don't know what choice she will, she will make. She told me that. She told me that her dream is to, to leave, to build things and to come back to her country. We don't know. We really mm -hmm. don't know. You will really see. don't know. But I hope so. And what about you, Maria? You're nomadic. Yes, I'm still nomadic. <laughs> so what is your next move? Uh, I'm planning to move to outside the city in my little farm, 100 kilometers far from Casablanca because I have dogs there, I have a little house, I have a garden with the bio-vegetables. My, my dream is to have something like um, an art, artist residency uh, mm -hmm. and to host from time to time young artists or um, not, not young and to, to, to host them, to cook for them, to listen to them 
and to give, give them um, uh, a space where they are safe, when they can think, and they can think with them uh, about what they want to, to do. This is my other yeah. uh, project there outside the, outside Casablanca. Um, and about the let's because there is a very important question about the struggle of classes in Casablanca. Of course, there is still a lot of uh, uh, difference, differences, social mm -hmm. and economical. Uh, and I think with COVID, this difference is bigger. It became bigger, be right? Be became bigger. Um, the precarious are at service of rich. I always say that they use us as a decor, you know. I always uh, estimate myself a part of people not the elite. Some people want to see me as because I speak French, English, Arabic, I blah, 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 blah. No, I am with the people, le peuple. Voilà, in French, it's stronger, mm -hmm. le peuple. I feel as a part of le peuple. Um, I can say it when I was at Lusine. Uh, this is, was another point, was to create this space where everyone... Different classes not, it's too. F the, the word was um, forbidden. There is no classes in this space. Everyone is uh, has had to feel uh, as home. Because nothing is more complicated than, I, than I, breaking down walls really, between classes. Really, I, I, I. We as a team did it. We did it because um, everyone was. Uh, treated exactly as a human being and not as a part of a community. Une personne entière, a full human a being. A full human being. Mm -hmm. Even the young and older. And I wanted to uh, to let down all these walls. So we were a big family and the family was growing up. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And uh, voila, it was a great experience. And it means that it's possible. It's really possible. But we need great leaders. We need leaders, not politicians. Leader. I love this word, a leader, because in leader you have someone with not ideology, but ideas, hope, a vision, uh, something that's connecting, like a way, like just yeah. opening Let's doors. Let's go over there because I think it's just there and, and make it very, very far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> make it no, franchement, when you make it far. You can use a lot of ways to go there. You're yeah. now, Maria, for the listeners, Maria is now pointing <laughs> at the seaside. Yes, because I <laughs> love the ocean. endless there. ocean. That's this why I love the ocean. It's remarkable, Maria, the view. Yes, I love this view because it's opened. Just yeah, opened. It's, 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 not filled, it's not filled in yet, huh? Yeah, not like when I am in, the, in my, my farm, there is no sea. But when I, I, I imagine the valley, how you say the valley? The valley. The valley, for me, it's the uh, immobile uh, waves. That's how I... Uh, the, hi <laughs> the hills are like... The hills are the waves. Are the waves. Are the waves. Are, but for our listeners, it's interesting to describe where we are. We are at the, at the beach, at the Casablanca beach, which is an amazing beach, by the way. The Corniche. With all these football playing guys, lot of, lots more women on the beach than 12 years ago. That's something that really has changed. But we're looking out at the remains of this public swimming pool, this concrete blue painted swimming pool, which is now empty. You could look at it as sort of modernist ruins, but it's so beautiful in its own respect because it shows something about, you know, the the past of public space here. 
and it's still there, don't you think, Maria? Yes, and uh, in the same times, it totally embraces the sea, or the sea embraces the city through this point. Um, it's like I feel like when I come here, I feel like I'm, I, I am an, an island. Like Casablanca can be uh, a big island, and I have the big city behind me, but the the unknown in front of me and I love this uh, idea of the unknown uh, because who knows what will happen tomorrow and I prefer to see it blue uh, and white than to close it. Thank you Maria for this beautiful conversation. Thank you, my pleasure, thanks to you. In Search of the Pluriverse is part of the Travelling Academy, an initiative of Het Nieuwe Institute in close partnership with the Consulate General in Istanbul and embassies in Germany, Morocco, Spain and the UK. The Travelling Academy brings together makers from these regions and the Netherlands to learn how formal and informal ways of knowing can support each other in tackling ecological, sociopolitical and spatial issues.